0: The purpose of this demonstration is to show you tight assed blue noses on the federal culture control the dangerous effects of this degenerate music.
1: tonight on the Lost Discs Radio. It's going to happen. It's happening. It just happened. Kicked off the top of the hour, top of the show, folks. All right. So this is Jimmy Knight sitting in here with you with uh, the incredible out-of-sight sounds, yes, of Barry Gray and his space makers. See, Doc, can you, can you tell what the theme of the show is going to be now?
2: Um, actually, no. I, I can't. <laughs> um, it, I, special effects?
1: What? Yeah, actually, pretty close. Something like that. Yeah. Well, all right. So let's. All right. We'll, I heard a lot of
2: whistles and, whew, and that kind of stuff going on.
1: Right. So every every record on tonight's show was selected because it has some exotic, unexpected sound. So, now, in some cases, it yes. Are there any of those? Does, <laughs> Doc's got his bell. Go, go, one more time on that, please. Oh, oh. Okay. So. That type of thing, unexpectedly, some, some unexpected timbre thrown in <laughs> to your music. So, you know, otherwise, you're, you're kicking back, you're living your life, and then suddenly you're like, what the hell is that? Right? We got Joe Stacks on the line out of Pittsburgh. Joe, what about it? <laughs> what was that sound? Okay, well, now, that what, was... What did I just hear? Well, that was a... Well, come on. That was a theremin. Right? That's...
3: And that's, that's always a beautiful sound.
1: I mean, the, the primary instrument there that was freaking you out, folks, face it, was a theremin, right? That. Hey. <laughs> by the way, by the way, let's throw it over to Chesty on the, auxil- <laughs> on the auxiliary microphone.
0: Yes. Special effects and weird instruments.
1: Ch- Chesty's... Wow. So Doc's got his bell... Chesty's got her triangle. And in the back of the back, in the back of the studio, off mic, way past the auxiliary, is Tempest. <laughs> Live on the show. Did I give him a shout there? Tempest. Woo-hoo! Is shout, yeah. All right, Tempest. Tempest on the scene for the first time making the scene tonight on Lost Disc Radio. Folks, that's how it goes. All right, calm down now. Everything but... <laughs> Getting out of control already, as per usual. Now, Joe, tell him real quick, this guy, Barry Gray, this turns out to be kind of important to like, what, some kind of animation back in the early 60s, man.
3: Yeah, yeah, the uh, the track itself uh, would have been the theme song from a uh, marionette sci-fi show on British TV called Fireball XL5. Uh, Barry Gray w- worked with the producer, uh, Jerry Anderson, uh, who did a, a bunch of shows like that uh, for the UK. And they may have shown up in in the U.S. as well, but he did, uh, maybe his best-known was Captain Scarlet or Thunderbirds. Uh, he did some live action with a show called UFO, and of course, in the 70s, Space 1999. Um, and Barry Gray was uh, actually did soundtrack work on all of these
1: shows. Uh-huh. Well, so there he is. We got him on a 45, Joe. This is on the ABC Paramount label, it's out in 1963, and yes, we were playing the flip, well, fireball on one side, and what we played was XL5, which was the flip side of this. Well, this, uh, <clears throat> this 45, what I get to tell you, folks, uh, some theremin action, right? That's an old, it's one of the first electronic instruments from like 1920s or so, right? Named after the guy that invented it, right? Leon Theremin. So, it's all going to kind of tie in this kind of action. It could be a sound effect. It could be a, a, an odd instrument. And, folks, you're going to want to get in on the action, chest to Give them the email. LostDiscsRadio
0: at yahoo.com.
1: Right. All right. There she, there she goes. <laughs> folks, Doc, this, I hate to tell you this first. I'm turning down your microphone, Doc. This first one's going to be a little embarrassing for some folks. <laughs> I would be curious to know if anybody can identify this song, Doc. This is going to be very uncomfortable for a lot of people. It's just trying to identify this sound that we're kicking it off tonight, folks. I lost discs.
3: an Iranian singer purposely creating a tremolo in his voice.
4: Radio. Uh, I can see that you're not impressed.
0: Swinger, uh-huh. Uh-huh. oh yeah, oh yeah. Talking about Humphrey the Camel. Authentic Camel Love Call.
5: Oh,
0: oh, Everybody digs Humphrey the Camel. Come see the Camel, Humphrey the Camel. Uh, he's a a jumper, a real hip jumper. Talking about home free to gamble Down at the Oasis, the Arabs are picking their dates They're going to a party up at the Sultan's place
1: <laughs> that, that must be the title of the song. Coco Mamie by the Mo Kaufman Quartet. Okay, and what, and what is that? Now, Joe, I'll throw it back to you. Do you know what that sound was? It, Joe. I'm, I'm drawing a
3: blank. I mean, I feel like it's... Uh...
1: Used in radio, like old 1960s radio jingles and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a son of <laughs> A son-
3: no, no. A I, I kept thinking of that thing that uh, Peter Frampton sang through in the set.
1: <laughs> no, no. I, so it's called a sonavox. Now this is kind of serious. It was invented for people to speak through their throat. They still use them for people that have tracheotomies, right? So you press okay. the you press the microphone essentially to to your the opening in your throat, and you can still you know mouth the words and. And it, it, that's what it sounds like. It's, it's called a sonovox. Used a lot in rad, old AM radio uh, jingles. But before that, man. And by the way, Mo Kaufman, one of our Canadian pals, I believe. Joe.
3: Yes, indeed, Canadian jazz player, uh, mainly sax and some flute. Worked uh, from the '50s into the until almost until his death in 2001.
1: No, wow. Yeah, so there there you go, man, out of 1958. And before that, then, see, it was Humphrey the Camel. Oh, <sighs> my God. Yeah, I actually played that record, man. Now, listen, that was Jack Blanchard and Misty Morgan on the Wayside label out of 1970. And dig this. that Okay, that record hit... That the, was
3: 1970?
1: Hit the charts in, yes, in 19... I think it was June of 1970. It peaked at number 78 on the Hot 100. <laughs> Get it on the microphone next time, Doc. Happy New
5: Year.
1: All right. Doc, Doc now interjecting his own sound effects into the soundscape of tonight's show. All right. So anyway, yes, Humphrey the camel. Let's just move on. I think it was a. I think there were two. There was the groaning sound of the camel, but then there was like a. I think there's like a scratch guitar in there, like a, a pedal scratch effect. Uh, Going down on the on the guitar. Uh, I don't know Um, So that was that Jan Davis and the routers before that with uh, okay time funnel And yes, that was the sound of a guy being thrown down the time (laughs) funnel Just Love that right so okay now who has a guess on what this was right here? What what was this? What's your guess?
2: Yeah, it's got to be some kind of sandpapery sawy type thing.
1: Saw, yeah. huh? Joe, a, I don't know.
3: A brush. Uh, I got nothing. Yeah, <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <going.
1: laughs> Here comes the last time. Sounds like heavy Look, breathing. Well, okay, I was afraid somebody would go down that road, uh, chesty. But the, no, the fact of the matter is. Uh, this is by a group called the Avantes and it is called Wax em Down. It's a surf record, oh. and that's the sound of the guys waxing their boards. Nice. Uh. <laughs> so
3: that, that's the sound of a bunch of guys getting ready to wax their sticks and shoot the tube,
1: huh? <laughs> <laughs> get the bell! Get the bell on that! Easy, wait, get the bell! Oh. My God, get the bell on Okay, so there it was, right off the 45 for you, folks. Um, on the Astra label. And I don't know, I think I, they're not a Pittsburgh group, but the Astra label is a Pittsburgh label, Joe.
3: That's, that's right. Uh, from what I could I
1: find, uh, wax
3: down was uh, the Aves are originally like a L.A. band, part of the surf, you know, lower, lower level on the surf scene. Um, this was originally released on the Chancellor label. And it looks like I got picked up in the East by a uh, Pittsburgh DJ, Terry Lee, who had the Astra label.
1: Aha. There had to be an in with Pittsburgh. Very no, good.
3: No, All... Not to be confused with the Scranton
1: Avantes. Thank you, Joe, for setting us <laughs> straight. And wow, good sleuthing on that one. Okay, uh, real quick, just on the email here, I can tell you for sure that it looks like Diana and Wayne down in Maryland are tuned in tonight. In one which way or the other, and, 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 and Kristen was very excited to know we were doing what? Jordan is not listed. Is he on there? He's keeping the, oh, he wants us to keep the groovy spins coming. It's from fans in Altoona, Chesty. Yay! Are you, you see what's happening? All Yay, right. Yay, very good. And here's this guy up in Toronto Way. No, wait, let me see. Yeah, yeah, there's this guy. He's getting reception in Southern Ontario tonight on 6160. kilocycles, cycles, folks. We're out there. Uh, on the radio, what's this? He's digging, yeah. He's digging that Barry Gray record from top of the hour. All right, so let's then keep it moving. We got a lot of weird, crazy sounds yet to go. Here we go. We're going to have to talk about this when we come out of the set, Joe. Uh, this is a guy that went by the name of Maximilian, and he invented a keyboard that they called the Musitron. Everybody knows the Musitron, because if you know that song, Run Away, or yeah. run, 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 run away, you know, Run Away by Del Shannon. Mm-hmm. Right, Doc? And sure, the, yeah, that yeah. cool keyboard in the middle, right? That goes, Right. That's a mus. that's not just any keyboard, folks. That's a Musitron. And here he comes tonight, the man himself, Maximilian. We got him on the Twirl record label, folks. It's an exclusive on Lost Discs.
4: Or too rapid vibrato
0: in any case may sound unpleasant like this.
5: There's a sudden
2: rise in the mercury, there's a thumping in my heart, just here to be. Heat wave, hurricane whirling in my head, cool disposition just hanging by. It's a question of
5: love, is it a state of mind, no, 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 it's a question of, it's a question of, it's a question of, it's a question of, of temperature.
1: Whoa, 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 whoa. It is more useful to measure the intensity of sound on a comparative scale. It's customary to express this relative intensity in a unit of measure called a bell, B E L, bell. What can I tell you that the lifeguards I mean it's a good song for midsummer folks I guess and um, yeah come on everybody let's get everybody out of the pool is the name of the record I don't know if that's coming through on the mic uh dog are your <laughs> dog, dog, dog's gonna be freaking us out with sound effects if you haven't my even end. noticed <laughs> <laughs> my god okay <laughs> Back announcing here uh, on the Casablanca label, the lifeguards had a 1959. with everybody out of the pool. Can't you hear the bell and the whistle there? I guess uh, uh, listen. Before that, come on. It was more importantly, it was the balloon farm. The, it was the balloon farm, Chesty. Okay. Look, on why the do we w- need farms of balloons? No, but no. This is <laughs> the idea was like it was a club. I think in New York City where. The idea was that, you know, like when you talk to people, it would be like a, a, bu- a bubble above your head with the, the oh, words written in so it. Oh, so
6: thoughts. Yeah,
1: a balloon, like a thought balloon. So oh. it's the balloon farm on the Lori label, uh, 19, early 1968 there, with a question of temperature. question of temperature, and what is that sound? What was that? Joe, come on, you know this one. What was, what was that this time?
3: Nope, I'm not talking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Joe, what are, you, what are you drinking tonight?
3: <laughs> I've, just, uh, I've just been enjoying some fine German pilsners.
1: Yeah, yes, okay. Well, here's the thing. That, it was another theremin uh, alert. Uh. Folks, we need a... Th- uh. I'm sorry. I thought you could smell it a mile away, folks. Another group using a theremin uh, there by the, from the balloon farm. All right. And before that, yo, we kicked it off with this guy, Maximilian. Right, Joe? It was an instrument he invented called the Musitron...
3: Yeah, pretty cool. Now, yeah, a real name
1: Max Crook. He
3: took an an already like a forerunner of the synthesizer, called the uh, Clavia line, and he built his own uh, mono synth, which he called the Musitron. I mean, it's it's like heavily supposedly it was like heavily modified, so it kind of becomes its own instrument. But yeah, and he and somehow he's playing this on Runaway.
1: Yeah. Well, and the one we spun there was uh, called Greyhound, right? Cool instrumental, and it sounded like a Dwayne Eddy, you know, inspiration there in the guitar. But I, I, do not believe that was Dwayne Eddy on the track. All right, now look, we gotta kind of keep things moving here because we're already uh, falling behind and things are out of control. <laughs> so what we got? What we got on deck coming up here, Doc? Doc, you're getting paid to announce things, not to just sit over there. And wow! blow out the board with your overtones <laughs> okay so here we go joe it's, it's going to be a group called the lords of london real quick what do you know
3: okay they're these cats are canadian oh cool and uh okay yeah they actually uh, had some uh like uh, three four singles on the apex label in canada and i guess because they're in canada they got some chart action uh, started uh, formed in Toronto. You know, uh, pl- actually ended up playing at the uh, Canadian National Exhibition uh, in '67 with the Guess Who and uh, Kensington Market, as well as as gr- other U.S. groups like Moby Grape being there. No,
1: wow, uh, that's
3: great. Yeah, I mean, it's short-lived, only a handful of singles. Uh, but from what I've I've been able to find out, some of the guys went on to uh, other, you know, subsequent heavier bands like Nucleus <laughs> uh, wow. in Canada. So wow. There you
1: All go. Right. Man. All right, man. Cool. We got the 45. We got them on the domain label. Yeah, let's get a little thing called uh, the Cowboy. It's kind of a dance craze thing. Come on, folks, dance along. Big.
6: There was a
1: cowboy came into town,
6: he went out there.
0: I am now going to sound a pure tone and then rapidly vary its frequency slightly. Listen.
5: And that queer sound. (laughs)
0: Well, Jimmy? <laughs> <laughs>
2: what? <laughs>
4: important for me is that Jimmy's there. Who is Jimmy? Jimmy Knight.
0: I don't really know what you're talking about. I mean I mean I know what you're talking about. I don't really know what you're talking about.
7: Jiggling, Mr.
1: harmony action there and the poets out of circa 1958 on the flash label man proving that Halloween music is not just for October all right and that by fitting in the theme here tonight folks look listen don't shoot the messenger I we do this because of the guys over at rock and radio the boss man Randy Tibbins with the RLT archives music magazine always insists and has us you know live out a theme for the summer month shows, folks. So we got the theme tonight of crazy, unexpected, bizarre, or exotic sounds that show up in the middle of your otherwise normal 45s, right? So before that, it was the chariots out of 1964 with tiger in the tank. See, right? Wasn't that the tempest? Wasn't that the old Exxon gas? What?
3: Yep, put a tiger in your tank, man.
1: Oh, I thought she was going to say something. All right, so yes, put (laughs) Tiger in the Tank, I mean, I, I don't, I think that record whatever, I don't know if it was tied in with that ad campaign, but there it was nonetheless on the RSVP record label. then before that, it was the Galens. Okay, now this is very problematic, the Galens, because they've got this thing, it's like in German, I should have the thing queued up so I could play it for you. You got this noise in the background going boing, 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 boing and I... I, you know, my buddy Bobby Day used to love this record. I mean, really, really love it. It's from 1963. I'm putting it on the turntable now. So we can hear this noise at the beginning. To this, t- I don't know what they were thinking, making this record at all, really. But, but whatever this sound is in the background. Right. Now really, what, are they trying to be funny? Because I don't think they're trying to be funny. Just, I'm just saying. Anyway, um, I, I never quite got it. It was Bobby Day's favorite record, one of his, and, and he, he just thought it was great. And I was like, wow, but what about that sound? And he's like, yeah, what about that sound? And that's it. I never really got any straight answers. Before that, it was Lothar in the hand. Doc, it was Lothar in the hand, people.
2: Yeah, that was, uh, that was great. Way, way, way ahead of their time.
1: Right, a 1968 action on the Capitol label with machines, good God, you're going down in flames, boy.
2: And that's not to be confused with Lothar of the Hill People, the SNL sketch. That's a completely
3: different thing.
1: Right, but inspired that sketch Absolutely nonetheless. Absolutely. Well, to, they yes. were a, a New York group, right, Joe?
3: That's that's Right. Uh, one of the first groups to try to mainstream, like, uh, something you integrate a theremin or any electronic instruments into their uh, into their sound. They had like some early MOGs in their uh, in their combo as well. You know, it's I love it. I I, I do. Uh, both albums are fantastic, yeah. and it's just amazing. They got two albums.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> really. Anyway. All right. Great. All right. Let's let's keep it moving. And by the way, yes, we've heard in from Mr. Bill in Boise, Idaho. Right, and he is digging the show, not got it on the short wave tonight for, uh, for a change, but he's out there and he's digging it, and, and he's, he said he's laying there listening to us in a pile of his own sweat, but he's got a cold one in the other hand, so what can we tell you? Hey, here we go. Speaking of uh, groups that you can't believe how many albums they did, folks, one of my all-time favorites tonight, Oh, yes, Cosmic. It is the West Coast Pop Art Experimental Band.
6: Be at the right road at the right time. And the dwarf with a pointed hat will lead you to a magic place. And a woman with a crystal ball will tell you many things about yourself. And about good and about evil.
4: Yee-haw, Rita, what? Griever, Waffy, Griever, Waffy, Griever, Waffy, Griever, Waffy, Griever, Waffy, Griever, Griever, Waffy,
3: Nothing
0: like a little backwards masking there to wake you up, huh? That's right.
2: Jack Jones.
3: Listen to this. Okay.
5: Not, not, not this radio not, not this Radio
0: To the ones in the psychedelic world, it is called the aristocrat of the hallucinogens.
6: You thought the leaden winter would bring you down forever, but you rode upon a steamer to the violence of the sun. The colors of the sea, you find your, your eyes, eyes with trembling hands, and you touch the distant features with tales of baby Ulysses. I was naked ears naked with torture. <laughs> <gasps>
5: By the sirens, we're singing. Sydney. By the sparkling oh, waves.
7: Ideally, in free space where there are no reflecting walls, the
1: energy at your ear will vary inversely as the square of your ear's distance from the sound source. Listen. Yeah, well, we've gone and overdone it. Once again, we've overdone it. Now, folks, here on Lost Discs Radio for your July edition for whatever year you think this, this is or isn't. That's all I can tell you. Listen, what was that, man? That was Tales of Brave Ulysses by the Rotary Connection. Right, you dig? Right, and that was Minnie Ripperton. See, that time it was not a theremin. It was Minnie Ripperton's high ex, hyper-extended soprano voice, man, on those high-pitched portamento effects. Uh, right there, it was, the, by the way, the Red Crayola was in there with a, a quick six-second song called Listen to This. And before that, it was the Travel Agency. Man, that was the, no, man, that was the Travel Agency with Cadillac George. Gulp! And whatever that gulping sound is, it haunts me in my sleep. And uh, that's why I played it tonight. We kicked it off with West Coast Pop Art Experimental Band from their third album on the reprise label. But as kind as summer, folks... You've done it. Joe, you've done it. Somebody's gone and done something. They've been listening to the show. Get over there to rockandradio.com where they carry us. Man, it is the RLT Archives Music Magazine with the boss man Randy Tibbins. And it is uh, the out of sight, stepfather of his soul, Jason Stone. And stepfather of his soul. And then, of course, the electrophonic Bryfi Phillips. The Deep Album Tracks with Mark Brainerd. Folks, get over to our website. It is lostdiscsradio.com. She got promised to spell discs with a C. Hey, good night, good night, Tempest. Good night, Chesty. Good night, good night Joe.
3: Good night, good Narbon.
1: Doc, good night. Good night, Weasley Steve. Oh,